0: The following is a paid commercial program, and the views expressed are those of the speaker and do not reflect the views or opinions of iHeartRadio, its staff, or management.
1: Broadcasting live from the Santa Lucia Highlands, through the heart of the Castorville Artichoke Fields, westward to the Elkhorn Slough, and south to the rugged Big Sur coastline, you're listening to What's the Plan? A weekly discussion with local thought leaders about the future of Monterey County. And
0: now, here's your host, Mr. Paul Wyant. Good afternoon, everyone. We have a phenomenal show for you today featuring Mr. Rick Aldinger, GM of the Big Sur River Inn and... And this is my title, Honorary Mayor of Big Sur. But first, let me remind you that if you can't listen at one thirty on Saturdays here on Power Talk, you can listen to us anytime on podcast platforms like iTunes or Spotify, and you can go to our website, what's the to listen. All right, great to have you today, Mister Aldinger.
1: Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Paul, for having me on. I really appreciate it, and it's uh, been a pleasure to meet you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you are, are quite a, a you know a personality in the Big Sur. Area, you know, you have a lot of friends in the area, and you're well known, well liked. Tell us how did you how did you end up where you're at now, and uh, where did you grow up?
1: I, I grew up in uh, in the Midwest. I, I grew up on a farm in Iowa, and uh, went to went to school in Iowa. And uh, you know, one day I was uh, reading the the uh, u- university uh, newsletter, and I saw that the uh, the army would pay off my student loans and give me a uh, in that day a, a really nice, uh, enlistment bonus if I joined the army. And I thought that sounded like a great adventure. And so, uh, the, the, uh, the military brought me to, uh, the Monterey area. I attended the defense language Institute in, in Monterey, I'd spent a year and a half there. And then I traveled around the world and ended up, uh, at Fort Ord. Fort Ord was still a, a thriving community at that point and, uh, thriving military community then. And, and, uh, I uh, got out of the Army uh, at Fort Ord, and so uh, uh, my wife uh, at, at the time was uh, a forestry major, and she heard of a job in Big Sur and and thought that would be uh, just the ticket, and so uh, we ended up taking the job. I thought it was something we could do for a year or two while we figured out what we were really going to do with our lives. and. Uh, uh, she eventually moved on and, and i 'm still here. Uh, I spent uh, about twenty years at one of the camping privately owned camping resorts in Big Sur and uh, about the last fourteen uh, at the at the big sur river inn
0: yeah there are uh, There are a few great camping spots down there and some. Some like really the glamping area at Ventana is uh, something. Have you seen some of those tents? Those are really something. I,
1: I, I have, and there have been some really creative things uh, that the, uh, the, the, in particular, the privately owned uh, camping resorts have been able to do. Uh, some really unique camping opportunities, and and you're right, it's such a, a gorgeous area to to visit, and certainly to spend time. Uh, so much to do, and. And uh, there's a variety of uh, camping and lodging opportunities, and, and uh, a lot of them are just really fun and unique.
0: Yeah, that one looks like Teddy Roosevelt could have stayed there. It's just, it's kind of interesting. And, and the others are great, too, down down in the river, closer to uh, the state parks. I, I do want to ask you a little bit, start off with, Big Sur has been beset, Probably in the last few years, with just its share of tra- uh, just natural disasters, and uh, can you talk a little bit about the history of landslides and just the kind of like the headwinds that some, sometimes do owning a business in Big Sur probably some of those headwinds that
1: you've faced over the years? Uh, yeah, there's a yeah, pretty long history of, uh, of that sort of natural disaster affecting what, uh, what we do and how we operate in, in big Sur we're certainly no stranger to uh, wildfires, forest fires, uh, landslides, uh, and, and the like. There's uh, a long history of, of that. And, and uh, one of the one of the really, I think, cool things about being a, a member of this community in Big Sur is uh, that, as a community, we're really up for those challenges. It's not like we welcome them uh, by any means, but. Uh, it, it's, it's such a tight knit and capable group of people in Big Sur, uh, able to meet these challenges head on and, and, uh, uh, overcome, uh, and, uh, you, you know, it, it has happened, uh, periodically, uh, since, since people inhabited Big Sur, it's kind of, uh, goes, uh, part and parcel of, of living on the edge of a continent. Uh, it's what you get, uh, and, and you mentioned, you know, the last few years and, uh, I, you know I have to say that uh, starting in July of 2016 uh, with the uh, the start of the Sobranes fire it it 's been quite a consecutive string of events that that uh, we've we 've dealt with, and so uh, it, uh, you know the last four years, four plus years now has really tested the metal of this community and 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 I'd say uh, we're uh, doing about as good as could be done, and, and we 're still here.
0: That's that is fantastic, and yeah, you the the bridge that bridge repair that uh, it was just uh, just before Ventana, I think again with post Ranch Ventana, uh, that took quite a while. Did that impact you, or did how did that impact business that year stretch?
1: That was one of the you know the the bigger challenges I think this community has faced. Uh, you know, I talked about the history of of natural disasters and and events in Big Sur and uh, the the Pfeiffer Bridge collapsing was, it was new. That was, that was different than a lot of the, the uh, episodes that uh, we've experienced in the past. Uh, most, uh, you know, most of the time when, when a landslide happens, uh, uh, when highway one is closed for some reason, that, it, most of the time that's south of the, the occupied part of the Big Sur val- Valley right here. And, uh, um, so we as a community w- would gather and, and uh, address that challenge. And, and uh, like I said, I think we got really good at doing that. Um, the, the Pfeiffer Bridge uh, collapse was different in that it split this community. It was in the middle of the valley. And so we had our friends and neighbors south of the bridge uh, separated from those of us on the north side of the bridge. And so it presented uh, a new challenge, a unique challenge, and a new situation and in in typical uh, big surf fashion uh, people got together and with the uh, the help of uh, of state parks and and others uh, built a bypass hiking trail, as i 'm sure you are aware uh, that allowed residents on the south side who were basically isolated they were living as an island community really uh and it allowed them to be able to hike to the north side of uh, pfeiffer canyon and uh meet friends or family or or stage a second car on the north side of the bridge uh in order to be able to get to town for groceries or doctor's appointments uh kids schooling and what have you and and uh it was one of the bigger challenges I think this community has, has faced, and uh, I, I think uh, those folks uh, did a really good job of, of making sure that they were still able to carry on.
0: Yeah, what's great about that is it, it's almost like reminiscent of like a barn raising, you know, where you guys kind of pull together. Um, so now we now we move on to the the most recent. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if to call it a disaster or what, but COVID. So. Social distancing would would you know people would maybe flock to uh, Big Sur to get away from uh, other people to avoid the virus. Um, how is how has this been for businesses in, in your region?
1: Well, certainly this is yeah one one of uh, it, it ranks right up there with the, with the fight for bridge collapse. Uh, COVID is uh, a, again a, a really new and never before experienced challenge, and the difference you know covid has kind of made you know forest fires and landslides seem like you know easy things to handle but covid is different that's it's been a real challenge it's had a huge impact on our industry uh, uh, you know a lot of, of what big sur is about is is hospitality and recreational opportunities while uh, the outdoors setting here in big sur is ideal for someone trying to avoid Uh, close contact with others during uh, a pandemic there have also been you know so many restrictions placed on the businesses here and not only the privately owned businesses like hotels and restaurants gift shops and the and and the like but also the you know state parks and forest service uh in 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 an effort to make sure that their staff their workforce was kept safe had to make some big changes all of us did and and some of those were Decided upon as a community or as an individual business, but but many of the restrictions we ended up operating under were handed down to us from from the the state, really, and and uh, presented some real challenges in able being able to uh, uh, continue to uh, have a successful business operation during a pandemic, and we. Really, we're a lot better off than many people, uh, as as I'm sure you know. In most parts of the state, and maybe all of them now, with with recent developments, no indoor dining. Well, uh, so you know, so a lot of people had to adjust and 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 uh, find a way to do outdoor dining. In Big Sur, that's what we've always done, and so we had a real advantage, uh, I think, uh, in that respect. And and uh, a lot of people were aware that's what you know Big Sur is known for is being outdoors and 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 dining outdoors. And so that was great. Now it, it's getting cooler, uh, it's going to start getting rainier, and so outdoor dining isn't uh, it, you know isn't the best solution anymore. Uh, so we're you know we're going to have to regroup again and figure out a way uh, to uh, be able to to keep our doors open uh, as a as a restaurant as as a hotel uh, throughout the winter and and the rainy season and and find a way to come out of this again next spring when things are hopefully much better.
0: I can't speak for the Big Sur uh, River Inn, but one of the um, two campgrounds re- really close to where you're at was packed. The other I was there about a month ago just wasn't camping i just had stopped by and uh it was it was amazing how many how many people had flocked down there and i and that may be because of the closure of uh the state some of the state parks as well with the fires and people just looking for places to go so hopefully uh, yeah yeah I'm, I'm hopeful for all all you guys that
1: you know it's it's, it's been a pretty good a pretty good fall for for uh, the the campgrounds in the area and also for for lodging in big Sur. uh we, uh, we know that uh uh, a lot of school kids uh, are doing distance learning uh, at least uh, initially here this this fall and uh, with with many uh, uh, parents uh, wage earners in the in the households uh, doing uh, uh, telecommuting there 's been an opportunity uh, for some more family time uh, farther into the fall and, and early part of of the winter here and so um, it, it's really been uh, a, a good shot in the arm for a lot of the, the people with lodging in the area uh, that will hopefully, you know, help us uh, make it through the winter and and, and again, uh, look for better times next spring.
0: Absolutely. Shifting gears a little bit, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit, you know, about Big Sur land use. And this, this is probably something that you probably could fill two hours with if you really wanted to go through the history of Big Sur land use and the restrictions and the policies, and it all—I believe it all started in like the early '70s when they started with the with the Coastal uh, Commission. Um, but can you can you talk about some of the unique challenges? Because I know a lot of people listening, and this maybe put, put some context around. It. A lot of people listening will be like, "Geez," when every time I drive down. Big Sur, it's always, you know, why can't they widen the highway or why aren't there more pull-offs or this or that? So can you talk a little bit about the the land use plans and some of the unique situations you have in that area?
1: I'll do my best, Paul. And, and uh, uh, I, I haven't been down here since uh, since the 70s, uh, but uh, it, it's been a while. And so, uh, I, what, you know, what I know is that uh, there are a lot of uh, a lot of things that people would like to see better in Big Sur, and and, and the thing is uh, that you know most of the ideas they can be really sound ideas. Like, geez, there's you know there should be more public restrooms, for example, and and uh, more parking available, and and uh, you know you can name a, a lot of different amenities that would be really nice to uh, to have, so more people could enjoy Big Sur. Uh, and And the fact is, uh, the local land use plan was developed in an effort to really restrict development and uh, uh, not because uh, necessarily uh, that all development is bad, but the the, the motivation for a, a land use plan here, a local land use plan uh, was to maintain the the rural and outdoors and, and uh, uh, natural uh, environment that Big Sur is so famous for, and uh, and and so that's you know it, it, it was uh, created to protect Big Sur, and and uh, as a as a consequence, development is is scrutinized very carefully as as it as it should be, and so what seemed like really simple or logical, much needed things to do are are a bigger challenge here than they might be in a lot of places. I, I mentioned uh, to you uh, uh, at another time, Paul, about. Uh, uh, there are uh, at last count somewhere around 26 regulatory agencies that have a stake in what goes on in Big Sur. So even something that makes a lot of sense, like, uh, you know, so, gee, public public uh, restrooms uh, uh, to avoid the uh, you know, uh, a health and safety sort of crisis, uh, it seems like, uh, you know, a no brainer. There ought to be more public restrooms in Big Sur uh, and, and getting uh overlapping agencies and and up to 26 of them to agree and understand and uh, collaborate on a solution to to an issue like restrooms is really difficult and, and uh, uh, so that's, you know, that's just a, a, a fact of life here and uh, we do our best to try to find solutions and, and I think little by little we make progress in, in getting agencies to kind of talk with one another and and, and start to collaborate and, and come up with some solutions that, that do make sense and still protects the natural beauty and, and the environment here in Big Sur.
0: Okay, let's take a quick break. If you'd like to learn more about Rick and the Big Sur River Inn, you can go to BigSurRiverInn.com. That's with two R's, BigSurRiverInn.com. I'm Paul Wyant, and you've been listening to What's the Plan on Central Coast Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101.1 FM. After the break, we'll be back with more from Mr. Rick Aldinger, General Manager of the Big Sur River Inn. Stay tuned. company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to Express Employment Professionals. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you.
1: For great employees, call Monterey County Express Employment Professionals. 831-920-1230. That's 831-920-1230 advertising. Love it or hate it, it's a vital tool for business owners to attract customers and earn a living. But some city governments have arbitrary laws about what advertising signs can and cannot say. The First Amendment protects freedom of speech. IJ is committed to defending free speech against excessive and unfair government regulations. Please visit our website today at ij.org to find out how you can help the Institute
0: for Justice.
1: If you're planning an event and searching for the perfect venue, consider the Monterey County Sheriff's Posse Grounds on Old Natividad Road in Salinas. The Posse Grounds has it all. A complete kitchen, barbecue pits. We also have an outdoor stage featuring a large dance area, all in a private setting and wide open spaces. So book your event now. Call 831-444-6267 or visit our website at mcsposse.com. The Monterey County Sheriff's Posse is a not-for-profit organization.
0: Good afternoon. You're listening to What's the Plan with your host, Paul Wyatt. Now let's get back to more of the program and Paul's special guest, Rick Aldinger. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. So before the break, we were talking to Rick about how conservation policies can make development difficult in the Big Sur area. Um, Rick, can you tell us a little more about the history of the Big Sur River Inn site and any plans for the future? To my uneducated eye, I have to admit, it, it looks like the building has a, has a pretty rich history. <laughs>
1: it's well i'll start you know the the 30,000 foot view here is that it is largely unchanged in the last several decades the big sur river inn was the first resort built in big sur the big sur was as i'm sure you know was homesteaded in the late 1800s and uh, uh some of those really rugged homesteading families who who settled big sur uh, a couple of them uh, got together and and built the 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 big sur river inn it wasn't called the river inn then it was uh Redwood Lodge and Apple Pie Inn, and, and uh, different uh, uh, cu- couple different iterations, but uh, some of those original buildings, the restaurant, uh, the dining room in the restaurant, for example, is is the original building that was built in the uh, uh, 30s or 40s for the restaurant. The uh, some of the inn rooms. Uh, on the east side of Highway One, were the first buildings built, and uh, those were in in 1934. And uh, uh, you know, uh, again, that that same footprint really is still here. We've uh, certainly uh, tried to upgrade faci- upgrade facilities and and uh, maintain uh, the the property, and uh, but it uh, y- you can still recognize uh, a lot of the same uh, features uh, that were present here in the 30s and 40s.
0: Well, you know, it's funny when you were. Talking, you know, McWay Falls, we were down there once. Uh, You know, we've been down there a few times. But uh, And I was noticing on that, there was like an old house there that some, you know, millionaire in the 30s built. And he had like a vernacular going back and forth to it. And they eventually, when it became a state park, they tore down the house. But I I remember seeing there's a picture, there. there's a plaque of a landslide that destroyed the road like in the 50s. And I'm like, I was looking at that thing and geez, some things just never change with with Big Sur. It's just a massive landslide that just destroyed like a mile of the road there. But um, uh, it was kind of a tie back to our earlier talk about the disaster. But what about uh, weddings at the at the end? Are you able to like do scale down weddings still?
1: Right now, our our ability to do anything that involves group has has been severely restricted. Uh, and uh the, you know weddings uh and events has been a big part of what we do and uh the river inn is a wonderful location for uh family reunions or especially a wedding very popular uh very much in demand and that's something that uh, has really by and large been put on hold uh we you know we've been able to do some elopement type things uh but uh anything with any kind of of group whatsoever is, is unfortunately kind of just been put on hold and a uh, lot uh, a lot of the folks that we had scheduled for this uh, this summer season have uh, very graciously uh, rescheduled and and so uh, they're they're willing to put their their plans on hold something as uh, exciting and important as a as a wedding a marriage uh, that they uh, they really want to have it here at the river Inn. and uh, there are other places in Big Sur that that do that as well and and uh, it's uh, because a very popular place for those types of events, and and we're you know we're we're thankful uh, that uh, that that folks who have booked that with us are willing, by and large, to kind of wait things out and and wait for uh, uh, better times when when we can do that and share that uh, that really happy event with them.
0: So, are you uh, are you probably taking reservations for next summer? I would assume, yeah.
1: We are, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we don't have to uh, reschedule yet again. But uh, uh, we're, we're feeling op- hopefully optimistic that uh, we'll be able to continue that and, and uh, kind of catch up next summer with some of the events that we've had to postpone.
0: Now, I, the most important question of the day, Rick, is right here. Um, so suppose someone's listening to this right now and they're driving past. I think you can get 1460 AM as far as Garapata. And I'm almost to Garapata and I want a beer and a burrito. Can I rely on the Big Sur River Inn to deliver that today? <laughs>
1: Yes, indeed, you can, Paul. That and that, uh, you're right. I agree. That was the most important question uh, so far. <laughs> uh, we, uh, you know, the restaurant has been open. Um, we we had to close. Uh, we had to close the restaurant and the lodging very early on in the pandemic. Uh, uh, but since uh, uh, God it, it seems like forever ago, I can't even remember the dates. But uh, since early summer. Uh, the the restaurant has been open for outdoor dining and, and takeaway. Uh, the The rooms are open and uh, we're we're uh, offering lots of specials on rooms, uh, particularly if you if you stay two or more nights, you get a really great deal on a on a room at the River End. The general store, as an essential business, has remained open from the very beginning, uh, and along with that, then. Uh, Comes the world famous burrito bar. So yeah, we have fresh made burritos, wraps, smoothies, pizzas, uh, and a lot of packaged uh, sandwiches and stuff. That if you want to just grab something to go, uh, you're, you're going go, uh, to go uh, to to Pfeiffer Beach and do some tide pooling, or walk, hike along the beach, or you want to take advantage of one of the the miles, many many miles of hiking trails at the state parks in the area. Uh, you know, grabbing a, a fresh made sandwich from this morning or uh, a hot burrito is a is a great way to uh, just pack something along with you and enjoy a- along the hike
0: wow i'm hungry now yeah this is <laughs> that's uh that is great yeah is there so let's talk a little bit about the future what do you see uh in the, is what what looks like the future i know or actually before we talk about that the road paving that's on the north part of the road how did that come about and then you can maybe dovetail into what future projects uh people can expect to see uh down in in big in the big Sur area.
1: So uh, I, you know, I can't remember the timing on this, Paul, but this is uh, the f- first time in quite a long time when a uh, uh, a full repaving of Highway One has has occurred in Big Sur. Uh, you know, there have been a lot of uh, piecemeal uh, repairs and repaving done here and then over there, and and uh, uh, with uh, with some extra, I, I know, uh, you know, Senate Bill One, SB One, provided a lot of uh, of money for uh, deferred maintenance projects, particularly with uh, with roads and infrastructure, and and uh, uh, I'm sure that was a big part of being able to have this really comprehensive, full repavement of Highway do- Highway One done all the way from Carmel uh, south of, of the the river in, about another uh, ten or fifteen miles south of us, um, and that's just uh, that project is just finishing up, so it's a wonderfully uh, uh, Smooth and pristine pavement uh, all the way down.
0: They did a really good job. I don't know what what they did special, but it was a good job. Well,
1: I have, you know, it was, I have to say it was it was sorely needed. It'd gotten fairly uh, beat up in a in a lot of different places. Uh, living uh, again, it, it exists on the edge of a continent, and so it takes a lot of abuse uh, on top of just uh, you know vehicle vehicle traffic. Uh, that you, know, you get some rocks will fall down on it, and Caltrans has to scrape those off on a regular basis in the winter time, and and uh, so it. it it takes a fair amount of abuse. And so, uh, uh, it, I, I agree. It's been, a, I, I can't remember the last time it was such a joy to drive on the highway. It's wonderful. Yeah,
0: it's, it is uh, really nice. Um, what do you, are you aware of any other public works projects coming your way or is that, uh,
1: you know, there's there are a lot of things are talked about, Paul, and this kind of goes back to uh, the land use plan and uh, trying to get different agencies to cooperate and and to work together to find some solutions to some of the uh, the issues, the challenges that we face. Uh, there's nothing that I'm aware of that uh, on the books that that is an approved project that's uh, being scheduled, uh, and so. Uh, uh, you know, we'll wait and see. Uh, uh, again, getting uh, getting a project approved is is uh, a steep challenge in Big Sur, and and that doesn't mean it it won't happen or can't happen. Uh, but uh, you know, the other part of it. Of any capital improvement. A a large uh, project, as you know, is is financing. And uh, with uh, the the current state of affairs, uh, you know, everyone's budget from, you know, the Big Sur River Inn's budget all the way up to Sacramento's budget and uh, Washington's budget uh, have been severely impacted by the pandemic. And so, uh, uh, you know, as far as uh, uh, anything on the The horizon here, I I really don't see too much. There might be small things happen here or there, Um, but uh, uh, I I think we're going to find ourselves in a holding pattern for a little while.
0: I have to ask, have you considered running for a county elected position?
1: I me myself uh, uh, you know what uh, you know I a lot of people think I'm a glutton for punishment but uh, uh, not not that much of one uh, I, I'm you know I'm really happy uh, being here at the river end and doing what I do here and and uh, I try to stay as uh, active and engaged as I can with with uh, what goes on around us uh, but uh, no 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 plans for that at this at this point
0: thank I want to thank you so much uh, Rick for for coming on the program today I, I love your brief I love your uh, The restaurant's great I've never stayed at the hotel But it does look very nice <laughs> But uh, thank you so much For uh, coming on the program today And uh, hopefully we'll have the chance uh, Next time something big happens In uh, Big Sur Which which given its history Won't be very long <laughs> You can come back and Or you can come back Anytime you feel like
1: That sounds great Paul I really, really appreciate uh, You having me on the show today uh-huh. And uh, I, re- I really look forward To next time you're in Big Sur To have you stop in And say hi So I can meet you in- Alright
0: Okay well If you'd like to learn more About Rick and the Big Sur River Inn Go to Big Sur River I'm Paul Wyant, owner of Express Employment Professionals of Monterey County. At Express, we find great people to help your business run more smoothly. Do you really want to be working all day Saturday because your business is understaffed? Of course you don't. You want to be out golfing, watching sea otters float in the Elkhorn Slough, or any of the other great things that you can only do because you live in this singularly beautiful paradise. For additional information on how my business can help you get out from the fluorescent lights in your office and on on to a whale watching boat give me a call today yep that's right call 831920 one two three zero thanks again to my guest mr rick aldinger i'd also like to thank mr mark carbonero the greatest producer in the business and of course the great dave marzetti host of the saturday morning shagbag radio show for helping me make this program possible you've been listening to what's the plan on central coast power talk 1460 am and 101.1 fm stay tuned for business sense radio with mr edward king up next
1: stopping on a dream. I don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this fine old world, it keeps
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program, and the views expressed are those of the speaker and do not reflect the views or opinions of iHeartRadio, its staff, or management.